The following podcast contains suggestive dialogue and constant use of the word fuck. Listener discretion is advised. shit that's happened in the while and uh, over the last couple of weeks from issues with India uh, arresting people for uh, PUBG to the issue of loot boxes and stuff with the FTC to cancel culture taking the shit out on people being an asshole and this that and the other a lot of shit's gone on so I decided that I'm going to hit on the one subject that matters the most. The one subject that has been on my mind for several consecutive weeks. It's a subject that I tweeted about, but I did not go into length about it because I was afraid it would not be good material for this podcast. So this is what we're going to do. We're going to get it out of the way. We're going to talk about it. Here's the thing. Can zombies fuck? My stand on this? Yes. Yes, I think they actually can. Eventually. Permit me to explain, and before you go any further with this, yes, this actually is a podcast. This is exactly what we're going to be talking about. I am not bullshitting you. So, zombies. They're disgusting. They're decaying pieces of animated flesh that like to eat brains and organs and shit. They just have this need to feed. A lot of theories have come up as to why zombies do this. Um, the most common being that they need the hemoglobin to somehow ease the pain that they're constantly feeling as they are slowly decaying into nothingness. Which, you know, that sounds okay. But the issue here is not being decayed to oblivion, but evolution of the zombie. Whether you want to admit it or not, a zombie is essentially a form of life. And just like with all forms of life, there is going to be some kind of evolution, some kind of evolvement. They're going to go from being the type of things that go You know? And they're gonna be like You know what I mean? No, of course you don't. I haven't really explained it in detail. I think that zombies do have the ability eventually to one day get a sex drive. If we look at the basics of it, like with the Resident Evil movie, which explained how the T-Virus worked, it sounds essentially like, you know, how all these other viruses go. It basically breaks down the cellular structure of the entire body, from brain activity, brain matter, organs, all that other shit, and it just wills it down to the bare minimum. It's like an inhibitor. It just knocks everything down to just the bare essentials. There's enough blood pressure, there's enough muscle movement, there's enough of just enough to get things going. And of course, breaks it down in the brain to its most basic of needs, the need to feed. Well, here's the thing. As human beings, we have a lot of basic needs. You know, we need to breathe, we need to eat, we need to drink, we need to sleep, and, you know, on occasion, you know, we're going to want to put our genitals inside someone. 
or have someone put the genitals in us. You know, whatever tickles your boat. Whatever, you know, floats the boat there and uh, gets the motion in the ocean. You know what I mean? And this is a thing that's going to eventually happen. So I think that this can happen with zombies. Now the question is, how is this possible? Let's look at oxygen. Yes. In order for zombies to move their muscles, the muscles have to have oxygen. Now, if you notice, with the slow-moving zombies, their... What is it? Their limbs aren't really... Their movements aren't very fluid. They're very, you know... Ret, you know, what is the word? Ratchety, in a sense? Kind of jerky? They're not really smooth, is what I'm saying. So, in order for muscles to operate, they need oxygen to flow into them. What is oxygen require? How do you get oxygen to the muscles? Blood. Right? So, because everything gets down to the bare minimum, this would also suggest blood flow is still at the bare minimum. Just enough to get everything where it needs to go so the zombie can move. Just enough to have the digestive system kick in just a little bit. And that also means lungs and heart are working. Yes. That means that parts of the brain that give that are essential to, I guess, life in itself, in a sense, is allowing for them to breathe on their own, and for their heart to break, and for their heart to keep beating. So it's not so much as like you know, like like uh, the normal rhythm, like you and I would have, the 120 over 80. It might be a much slower, more virtually near non-existent type of heartbeat. It's just fast enough to get blood where it needs to go, so oxygen can travel to the muscles so they can move, but not so much that it indicates that they are normal and back to their human selves, okay? So, if that is the case, that means blood pressure. Blood pressure means that this is that chemicals and into the brain and to vital organs and what have you can still get to where they need to go. Now, the brain part is where this gets interesting, okay? But this gets super, super interesting. Now, because there is not a lot of brain function, I think that in a way, the body in its current state, in this, this new minimalized state, will find a way to evolve. You know, like when the brain receives an injury, like when you get an injury in the head, someone gets an injury like that and there's brain damage, the brain will usually find a way to rework and rewire itself so it can work as best as it can without having to deal with the damaged area. You, you think and function differently. Like there was one guy who got shot in the head by accident. You know, his gun accidentally fell and it hit him and it shot him and took out his frontal lobe. Now, by all considerable things and reasons, he should be dead. Should just be fucked, right? But he's not. His brain found a way to rewire itself so everything works exactly like it's supposed to. So, if the human brain, this most magnificent organ, can figure out how to repair itself and adjust to damage it takes, the same thing could be said about zombies. By the T-virus simply whittling everything down to the basic needs, it's going to figure out a way on how to take the small portion of brain activity and find a way to rewire itself so those basic needs just slowly start to come in. But the thing is, it's not going to be like the super uber-sentient things that we currently have like, as human beings. 
And I say super sentient loosely because, as you know, as YouTube, some people just aren't fucking smart. <laughs> um, but in a way, it's it's not like, hey, I, I want to wear fresh clothes and I, I need to shower and shit. Not those type of basic functions. I'm talking about the basic carnal functions. Just as we need a need to get something to eat, they might have a need to rest. In a sense, they might. But eventually, I do believe that the lust of fuck will return. In one way or another. Now. Now. Hold on. You're probably thinking to yourself, why would a zombie fuck a human? The answer is no. That's not where we're going with this. The zombies clearly cannot have sex with a human. That's a form of sustenance. You're not supposed to play with your food. You're not supposed to play with your food. No. That's not how this works. Mm-mm. Wrong. Incorrect. What are we, children? No. They're zombies. They've got enough problems. So, what are they going to look at? Zombie ass? Mm-hmm. Now, there's not enough blood to travel down there to get anything engorged. So, if anything, I think for the men, the penis would probably be semi-soft, and the vagina would not be engorged enough that it could accept, you know, anything in it. You know, anything hard, at least. So, I don't think that, you know, that type of penetration would take place. Mm-mm. What I do think would happen, hold on, what I do think will happen is something a lot more tougher, a lot more, what is it, not as loose and giving. I think they'll resort to anal stuff, straight up butt sex. They might use some fingers, you know, stick a finger in there or two. I don't think that a soft entry into the anus is possible. But I do think that fingers is a thing. Yeah. Maybe tongue. I mean, you gotta think about it. They are strong enough to chew and, and, and rip and eat and rip flesh. So, usually I'm guessing some kind of hand and, and mouth combination will be a thing that happens. Right? I really do. I think that'll be a thing. And the sphincters in the body are very... They're, they're tightly bundled. And while sensitive, they are durable. I mean... You can, I mean, for crying out loud, man, a, a grown human being can take a massive shit and nothing gets torn down there. I, I mean, what's that about? You gotta think about it. I think it's, I think it's just stretchy enough to go in, do the thing, and then yeah. Yes. And I think that evolution is the result of that. I think that if we just, if the zombies are around for a while... I think that they'll be able to, re to take that small amount of brain matter that is active, of brain tissue, of brain activity, and they'll be able to just whittle down to the basic of needs. I think that they actually will be able to learn how to use primitive weapons instead of just, you know, ripping and tearing and shit. Uh, like uh, blunt objects like bats, maybe pipes. Stuff that they can hold, you know? Nothing too heavy. Uh, I do think that they'll be able to learn how to sleep. I think that is a thing that can happen. So, based on all of that, I do think that zombie sex can be a thing. I think that they actually will be able, if they could, if they actually existed, would be able, if living long enough, find a way, for their bodies would evolve in such a way that they could eventually find a way to satisfy the, the, the lust to have sex. I think that they could do it. You know, it's, it's like... It's like it's from the movie Jurassic Park. Life finds a way. I think zombies will find a way to go from just eating people to, you know, fucking each other.
And, and I think they'll become their own colony, their own society. I could see it happening. Just the way evolution works. I was kind of knockers, and it was really nice getting this theory out to you. Uh, please feel free to like, comment, and subscribe if you're listening to this on the YouTube. Drop me a comment down there as well. You can also follow me on my Twitters at uh, God of Knockers and Playboy Man. You can also catch me on The Midnight Ride, a lovely series that I co-host with my girlfriend Annie on uh, twitch.tv slash God of Knockers. And uh, feel free to add this uh, subscription to your podcast uh, on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Take care, have a great weekend, and uh, thanks for listening. Laters! Hey guys, thanks again for listening to this lovely podcast. If you want to listen to more, head over to anchor.fm slash godofknockers. You can also find this on Spotify and on iTunes. Just search for Real Talk with God of Knockers. Thank you very much for listening. Have a good day and play some games.